The Daniel White Show is proudly sponsored by Lucky House MFG. Lucky House is an eco-friendly screen printing and design studio with over 10 years of experience in the industry. They offer high-quality custom printing services, including apparel printing, graphic design, promo goods, and embroidery. Visit www.luckyhousemfg.com to get a quote and to learn more. Sarah, how's life? Tell me, what are you doing right now? Sound test. I'm petting my cat. Are you really? He's. I am. I'm petting him, and he he's like chilling at the end of the bed where he usually sits, and I usually like kick him in my sleep, and then he's like, "Hey!" Oh and then he goes right back. You're kicking your he damn cat. I don't mean to. I'm in my sleep, and he always sits there. He could sit anywhere else. We have plenty of places to sit. Oh no! I'm gonna call cats really Peter. do be. <laughs> cats really do be sitting Peter's, in there. Peter's gonna be pissed. You no. know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. You can't. You can't please everybody. This cat seems pretty <laughs> fine though. He's he's <laughs> stable. He's fine. This is the Daniel White Show. This would be so great. episode 22 hope everyone's doing well uh we're still in covid season actually we just got another four four or five weeks of it phase two so <laughs> we're in north carolina just stuck no gyms no bars no movie theaters just work and come home and sit our asses down <laughs> <laughs> and if you're listening from north carolina you feel my pain but yeah. despite that uh we have an amazing guest a very last minute guest um i am very happy that she decided to do this so last minute (laughs) because i had a real estate agent who had to cancel and that's not really anything that was her fault just you know job is you know her job is crazy um and i was driving home and i was like who in the world can i get to do this show tonight (laughs) he's got nothing going on (laughs) Who has nothing going on, which is a lot of people, actually, because everyone's obviously we're all so doing this many. together. But I was like, no, it'd be cool to get Sarah on because she's in New York and she's one of the few people I know who hasn't moved back to where, you know, yeah. they're, they're from. Because everyone I know who lived in New York, just I, I say about 70, 80 percent of them are either back here in North Carolina or back to where their family is. So I was like, yeah, this would be crazy to talk to someone who's kind of just stayed there. So you were perfect. It me, yeah. What's it, up? The one and only. For sure. Yes. Before we uh, dive yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. What's up? How you doing? How you? How, how you feeling about? I'm you? good. I'm good. I didn't ask you how you felt. I'm good. Excited. Um, to me. feeling in general. Um, I just had some grapes, so I'm feeling satisfied. What kind of grapes? Um, in they were green grapes. They're from Costco. What the heck is what is Costco? Costco. Oh. Costco. Yeah. <laughs> Like the, so the uh, there's Sam's Club. You got the family. It's <laughs> me, my boyfriend, and the cat. And the cat does not eat them, but me and my boyfriend um, have been getting through these grapes. Dude, absolutely! Shout out to Costco. I wish they would smash this damn podcast. That would be amazing. <laughs> Give me family sauce of everything every week. Jesus. Wait, where's our Costco in New York? 
Um, there's one in Long Island City. It was funny, like buying everything in bulk. We were there like the other day with his mom. And I was like, oh, nice, a broom. Like, we need a new broom because we just moved our, like, indoor broom to make it our outdoor broom because our outdoor broom broke. And he was like, nah, that's a two-pack. It's <laughs> like, a two-pack of brooms. <laughs> Dude, that's classic Costco. It's like, I need this, classic but do I Costco. need 500 of them? <laughs> do I need seven brooms? Yeah. Jesus Christ. But, no, I'm very excited. Uh, you're in New York, and you're in... What part of New York are you in right now? I'm in um, Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Okay, you're, um, okay, you're in Brooklyn. I thought you were in Queens. Okay, Brooklyn. Yeah, I'm in Brooklyn. Um, I was up on the Upper East Side with my grandma when this, like, all went down. Like, that's where I was living. And um, so because, like, she's in her 80s, like, she's up there, I wanted to stay as far away from her as possible, like, Fair. during all of this. And straight up, like, when this all first started, I was like, um, I was like dating my boyfriend and, um, I was like, Hey, can I like stay with you for like, like a week or like however long this like quarantine thing is going to last. <laughs> 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 and it just sounds so fucking comical now to just be like, Oh yeah. Can I just stay like a week or two? And then <laughs> now we're like full on straight up months like, into living. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus for sure. Christ. And it, I think everyone was like that. I remember when it kind of creeped on here and we everyone's furloughs were happening and everything. I was like, oh, this is only going to last for like, you know, I'm like you. I'm just like, okay, maybe a couple of weeks. We'll wear, we'll social distance and we'll be fine. And we are in yeah. August, pretty much in August. <laughs> Straight up, yeah. Um, no, we're literally in August, well, which is freaking terrifying. But that's, just, that's a whole other thing. So um, first, before we get into it, I want to do the icebreaker. And you pick the green pack. And for the listeners, uh, they know that I haven't seen the question. Obviously, Sarah hasn't seen the question. So I'm going to read it off. And then we both have to answer. Okay? And then okay. we'll dive into this COVID, the surviving COVID featuring Sarah Littlejohn. Okay. So, all right. Here's the question. You ready? I'm ready. If you were asked to make a top 10 list of people you regard as the all-time greatest Americans... <laughs> Jesus. whom would you rank in the third <laughs> second and first spots oh my god oh no <laughs> i do not know ah uh, that's a weird yeah i take your because time because it's take like because it's like what's a good american because like frankly i <sighs> like i i like living here you know but i just feel like like being an American, like the top 10 Americans, or is it just like people that lived in America? You know what I'm saying? Like That's there's a- like the Patriots and then there's just like people that so happen to live in America. Damn. Um, well, I guess it's, you know also, what I mean? Yeah, that's hard. So I guess in a way you can think of maybe actresses or actors or just anyone, this is literally anyone to make it a little broader. Mm, yeah. And I guess that's oh, a good gosh. question. Are, are they from, are they from America? Damn, this is very hard. Fuck this green pack. (laughs) Um, hmm. I don't really know. Um, I just, like, it's one of those things where someone says, like, what's the first word to come to mind? And I'm just kind of like Amy Poehler and Tina Fey. And, like, I don't know. It's just, like, one of those things where I'm like, 
female comedians because despite all of it, they are still laughing. Um, yeah, I'm with that's those are great answers. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna go with Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, and um, let's go with Ad Bryant is also great. Um, Who's that? Yeah. Amy Bryant's another like SNL cast member and she's just another female comedian. She was on um, Shrill, which yeah. is, um, yeah. And um, despite like it being kind of like painful in the beginning to watch just because like she just like gets stepped all over. Like Amy Bryant's character just gets stepped all over in like the first couple episodes. Um, like it really like turns a corner and I, I like that show and I read the book and everything. Oh so. shit, hell yeah. Yeah. Damn, shout out to that. I'm with that. Oh, that's a good three. That's, that's a good top three. Damn, okay, my yeah, turn. Okay, so I'm going to say, ooh, okay, I'm going to say Denzel Washington. Oh, yeah. I'm a big Denzel Washington fan. Okay, I'm going to say, gosh, this is a really hard, this is a very hard question, actually, because there are so many Americans. <laughs> <laughs> there um have been and are a lot of americans um okay so denzel washington i'm gonna say mm, mm, okay i'm gonna say i am a big um mark twain i'm gonna say mark twain Ooh. okay i'm a big mark twain fan and I think I'll say, hmm, I'm going to throw a wild card out there, which is not really a wild card because he's very, I won't say trendy, but he's very, uh, a very light person. I won't say Tyler, the creator. I like Tyler. Nice. I think Tyler is a great American. Yeah. So those are my weird <laughs> top three of greatest Americans. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay. So oh, that, yeah. that's the icebreaker. My answers were the best. They were better than Sarah's. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> Okay, let's jump You in. had more time to think. That's all I'll say. Yeah, I did. <laughs> you should have passed the torch. I would have answered it first, and it probably would have been a whole different set of three. <laughs> I just want to move past this whole green pack situation. Yeah, We're just been putting it behind us. You fucked up. <laughs> but no, to, to move on, Sarah and I are good homies. Uh, she's a wonderful photographer. Uh, we met while we were in college. Wait, was I out of college when I met you? Or was I, still I think in? you were out of college, yeah. Yes, and do we meet? because of Haley or we met I think yeah I think we met like around Haley and Hannah who are um Haley's my senior college roommate shout out to Haley Bobbitt Bro, big shout and out to Hannah's this. yeah and um Hannah Hannah Johnson who's um who was not my roommate but pretty much was my roommate because she spent so much time at the yeah. beehive which is what we called our <laughs> tiny house on spring garden Yo, that house, which I still I still live here. I pass that house almost every single day, and I'm like, dang, dude, what a cool spot. Oh, my God. Do you remember Halloween when we all just, like, hung out and, like, waited for trick-or-treaters, but they never came? And then <laughs> we you were in a blonde wig. Yeah, I totally fell asleep, <laughs> and we just ate all the candy. As a fond see, memory. As you can see, me and Sarah go way back. You know what I'm saying? But, nah, um, yeah, so after after school... Yeah, actually, I'm let you talk. Whatever. So obviously, we met then, and you ended up you went to New York. So talk about why you went to New York, and we'll yeah. dive into this uh, COVID mess. So after college, um, I moved to Chapel Hill, um, where I learned photography from um, 
my boyfriend and one of my my ex-boyfriend and one of my really really good friends adrian shout out to adrian um shout out to adrian gillum um and then um basically at the end of that summer and i taught art at the art center um which is really cool and then at the end of that summer my parents were kind of like either you stay here and like you get a job here and you kind of like live in north carolina for the rest of your life or you go to new york (laughs) and they were pushing the new york thing really really hard um just because i think my mom wanted me to like get out of north carolina and go like experience things and everything and Mm. so um i um kind of like it was my idea at the beginning it was always something that you know you always have like those things that are like oh i would really like to do this one day and like blah 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 and then when it's like put in front of you you're kind of like oh no (laughs) like like i just i just i never thought it would happen (laughs) and then it was like it was happening and it was such i'm terrible with change so it was like really hard um at first but i moved in with my grandma so i wasn't paying any rent which is amazing great for new york um yeah right and i was living on the upper east side and um i got a job as a receptionist Mm. so it was kind of like pam beasley but um a photographer instead of an illustrator um and then I got a job at Wine Enthusiast Magazine as a photo assistant, and I did that for a while. And then I left Wine Enthusiast and became a, an in-house photographer at a PR company, mm-hmm. um, which lasted up until the pandemic started. So mm, Yes, and that lasted yeah. until, was it April? Yeah, so I got laid off March 31st. Mm-hmm. Um and so we were like we were working and like things were like starting to happen and you were kind of like hearing like buzzing about it i guess but like i just thought it was i think and like a lot of people like we just thought it was like a like a worse version of the flu or like um or like swine flu where it would like I don't know like how big of an impact swine flu had, but like, obviously it was never something that forced us into confinement. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we were also just kind of like, that's kind of what it's like. And that's what's going to happen. And it's just going to like come and go and like, it'll be fine. And then um, I was also taking improv comedy classes at UCB at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I was like doing those classes and then we had a, we had a, a class show that got canceled because of COVID and they wanted to like limit um, just like mass gatherings of people, like movie theaters kind of shut down. And I remember um, leaving work one day and just kind of like on the day that they told us that we would kind of be like working from home for like the next week or whatever or like the next couple of weeks I like got a bunch of stuff and I kind of like kind of went that's when I think that maybe I I don't want to say for everyone but I think that it's very common to have like a moment of panic like Mm -hmm. a specific moment where you kind of like set in and for me that was kind of like it where I was like I got a bunch of stuff and I went to my grandma's place and I like got a bunch of my clothes really quickly and I went to my boyfriend's I got a bunch of like 
um, groceries and I like basically like um, like kind of like hold up in my in my boyfriend's apartment and it was just like that moment where it was just kind of like what's gonna happen you know mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. like obviously in no way did I think it would last this long or like have this big of an impact on just the world as a whole so absolutely um and obviously New York for obvious reasons is part of the most popular cities you know in the United States um yeah did you see a lot of panic with your peers and other photographers, you know, just people just were there kind of like a tension, like, cause obviously you probably saw job losses and well, I guess your job losses didn't really come immediately. Everyone's kind of shifted going from home and, you know, you kind of saw certain places kind of start to shut down. So as far as the people that you were like super around, was there like a, was it, you see everyone else panicking as well? So like the people, like I pretty much um, saw a lot of like, not, I don't know. It was just like low panic. It was just like a low, low, it was like everyone's cortisol level was just like increased a little bit. Like it wasn't mm -hmm. like three people panicked and freaked out and like yelled. It was like, it was like everyone was just kind of like on edge and like being in New York where like everybody's kind of on edge mm -hmm. a lot. Like it was like the entire city was a little bit more on edge. And so like Whole Foods was like, like wiped out. Um, and oh yeah. Everyone's buying all the water and everyone like panic bought things. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. milk and bread is always the North Carolina one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so it's just like, well, like, what do you think is going to, it's just weird because everyone seems to think of like, like a, a disaster happening as the same disaster where it's like oh no we won't have water mm -hmm. and it's like yes at the same time but it's just like this is a this is a pandemic it's not like a hurricane it's not like an earthquake or something like that where it's gonna like i don't know like my electricity aside from i mean the tropical storm that we've had recently oh, which yeah. is just like yeah. add fuel to the fire um like our electricity's been fine our water's been fine like thank goodness um, so yeah that's insane and so keep going with the i guess as the weeks went by and then unfortunately you did end up losing your job um mm -hmm. was that i guess when you when you lost your job was because you said you kind of had like a little panic like okay i don't know what's going on working from home maybe for a week or two but then obviously the weeks went on and then you did, you saw you lost your job a lot of people around just the country to start losing their jobs companies start shutting down is that when you got like real 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 terrified you know um i don't really think that there was a point where i got terrified past that one part like it wasn't it wasn't like a terrified feeling it was just kind of like a, I don't know just because it wasn't this big catastrophic event that like happened like 9-11 right yeah, yeah, so yeah. like it was this big catastrophic event and then it was over you know um and people mourned and like it was just like big and then like the we talk about flattening the curve like it was like huge and then it went down um but like this curve has been if we're talking about like the anxiety of people it's just been like relatively like a pretty there hasn't been like a huge spike it's just been mm -hmm. like like just very increasing like mm -hmm. incrementally and mm -hmm. i think that a lot of people are in denial about 
how much it affects them. Um, I know that I've been going to therapy weekly and I had been before the pandemic and just like trying to keep my mental health like on track um, has been super important. Um, But it's just like one of those things where like your entire life gets upended and um, like you're physically fine. Mm -hmm. Like I, I had COVID. I had it for three days. Mm -hmm. My boyfriend works in a nursing home. So he, um, was around like like nursing homes get hit super hard oh, when stuff like this yeah, happens yeah. so he was working the whole time like I think that the only time that he was like home was when he got tested and was tested positive and um, then he had to stay home for, in quarantine for like um, two weeks and I got tested and I was I was negative, but I was positive for antibodies when we had, when we got tested. So like, I realized that I had had it. Um, and I remember that was, that was a little bit of a spike of panic with, where it was just like, I had the cough and I had like muscle aches. And the weird thing about COVID is like, it affects everyone so differently. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and like some people are like intubated and some people are just like, I had a cough and I was fine. Um, mine was just like a cough for like a couple days and like, a wheezing kind of feeling and then it passed but I definitely like was super scared while I had it I was like am I gonna die in my sleep you know like that kind of thing yeah yeah. um but it's just like I don't think that I would have felt like that had there not been like this entire backdrop of um everybody of like the whole pandemic happening so gosh I know um I want to get the antibody test actually is that just a blood test Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah yeah and then you got the actual well back then wasn't the covid test like the thing that went in, into your sinus cavity yeah um <laughs> it was like funny because the the nurse that i had before the nurse that got the like the nurse that did my vitals was like it doesn't hurt but it doesn't feel good but it <laughs> and i was like after i had gotten it done i was like yeah like that exactly like it doesn't hurt like a blood test it just feels like so uncomfortable oh my so, god i watched a, for like it, it was on twitter and it was a guy in the army and it showed how the test worked and obviously it showed a part where it was up in his cavity and his face his face his face looked like I mean, I couldn't, it looked like it was so painful. I laughed watching it, but I know that, oh my gosh, it like his whole body just tensed. Yeah. And yeah, (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. It's kind of like, it reminds me of, um, so in like, when you go to Coney Island, there's like the sideshow people that do, and there's this one called human blockhead. And it's where someone like, puts a a nail in their nose and pretends to hammer it into their skull but the thing is about like the sinus cavity is it goes straight back so like technically anyone can do the human blockhead but it just like feels awful and it's just like essentially everyone is getting just like a swab in their sinus cavity and it's just like nothing is usually there that's not supposed to to be be there there. exactly oh my god so after the two weeks did your boyfriend go back to a nursing home was he able to yeah he went back so, yeah he got tested again and it was negative so oh my gosh so luckily because it can come he back. got yeah he got tested at work and it was 
a presumptive positive. So they sent him home and then we got tested together and we were both negative and I was positive for antibodies and he wasn't. So jeez, that's insane. Oh, I'm glad y'all both survived. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, cause I know obviously we were watching from here. I was watching, you know, the stats and, um, in New York and in California, just the hot spots and the seeing the death tolls was just, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it doesn't, it didn't seem real. I mean, it's like, what's this mysterious thing going around just killing thousands of people? Just, it would feel like we we're in a movie, you know? Yeah, definitely. And I know that like, whenever there's big, like disaster movies like new york is always shown because we're kind of like the beta test for the rest of the country like when terrible things happen it's like it's always gonna hit new york first um like the aliens always come here in the movies so (laughs) that's so true might as well have the (laughs) pandemic come here first but it's true though because i think the rest of the country followed suit with new york that's when i think that the shutdown started happening and then you know kids out of schools and then people were rushing to fly home and it just went yeah. nuts because i mean we were watching new york and california was like oh my god what the hell is happening then slowly but surely here and um we felt it coming like it was i was at work and one week we were good and the next week just the whole city just went it was like night and day of how the atmosphere was and then eventually greensville just shut down um yeah, so let's talk about that with new york so i guess the shutdown started there because y'all are in like phase what eight now i have no idea i lost track of the phases i remember it was just like a big deal when we went into phase one and then we went into phase two and um i'm not really sure what phase we're on now because it just kind of like feels like the phases kind of blur together almost and i'm just kind of waiting for I don't know like Cuomo used to Governor Cuomo used to have like a daily um like briefing mm-hmm. um where he would kind of like give a rundown of like what was happening um and like as like a lighthearted joke like me and my boyfriend would be like oh corona daddy's on the on the <laughs> on the tube again um and we just like call like Cuomo corona daddy and um just kind of listen to what he was saying and um once we kind of went out of quarantine and into phase one like he stopped his daily briefings which makes sense also Mm -hmm. one thing that was very new york um was every day while we were in quarantine at seven o'clock we would clap for the essential workers Mm, so people out of their window um or like i we have a terrace so like i would go out on the terrace and people would like bang pots and pans and like cars would honk their horns and it was like very very nice just to like feel that sense of community when you really can't see your fellow people yeah yeah because there obviously it was extra dangerous because everyone's out usually in the streets and walking and everyone's close together so i bet a place like new york just that kind of stopping was absolutely just felt crazy yeah it felt really weird because like i'm sure you could ask any new yorker who takes um public transit or used to public transit um pretty regularly there was usually like anyone can like harken back to a time when um they were like shoulder to shoulder with another like on the subway like shoulder to shoulder um like packed in like a sardine Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. like i remember this one time i was so packed in with other new yorkers that like 
I was in the middle and I wasn't holding on to anything. But like if the train had like come to a jolting stop, I would not have fallen just because of how tightly we were packed. <laughs> yeah. And just going from that to like usually a subway bench holding three people to barely to like people not wanting to sit next to each other. I mean, for good reason, but like people not sitting next to each other, like either like two or one to a bench and like the cars being like relatively empty. It's just like so weird. Oh my gosh. Did a subway shut down at all? Um, I don't think the subway itself like shut down at any point. It definitely, there were like closures and like the times change. The subway always kind of does that though so like mm-hmm. um like i feel like we're always repairing some some part of the subway so um yeah yeah i guess that makes sense because there are essential workers who need to get around yeah exactly so um like the l train the one that i take like stopped running night service because like obviously people would just kind of like like nothing's really happening at night. Like there are no bars and like no movie theaters and like no restaurants really. Um, So, and I mean like all of these are now in like whatever phase we're in right now um, are operating at some capacity, but it's definitely like obviously not at the same level that it was to warrant having um, overnight service. Was there a way for them to regulate, yeah. like, how many people were on the train? Um, I don't really think that there was, like, like it wasn't like conductors were, like, regulating numbers of people on the train. Like, because so many people are working from home and so mm. many people have left the city and, like, um, people, like, also just don't really want to take public transit, yeah. I feel like, right now. Um, like, I really haven't seen that many people on a train but like i also don't go out really at peak hours yeah so that would be yeah i guess the peak hours would be like first thing in the morning and like i guess around five or six o'clock yeah around there when people are like going to work and getting home yeah yeah. um yeah so i want to talk about like i guess the earlier phases when things were like probably super strict like what did you do to kind of you know just to cope with everything like were you just did you just stay inside all the time did you go out and just <laughs> sit on your you know stoop or like how were you how was it there living God, during those so early, weird. earlier earlier uh, times yeah it was definitely really weird because like usually you would go out and do things in new york like um I, i'm was never really someone who just stayed at home and like did nothing even when I like yeah um I used to do a lot more street photography than I do now and that always kept me out as well um but I remember like my boyfriend would come home and he'd be like what'd you do today and like just like asking like not being like what did you get like what did you accomplish today but like (laughs) I was just like I always took it like that like I was always like so self-conscious I'd be like I didn't do anything today like oh my god he thinks I'm lazy like etc etc but it's just like and that really was something that I had to cope with just like the capitalist feeling of um our self-worth being tied to our productivity 
and um, me not being able to do anything and not doing anything during the day was mm. very difficult. Um, mm. My therapist always encouraged me to go outside and take a walk at least, like obviously a social distanced walk um, away from other people, but just to like get outside and like get vitamin D. Um, and like my boyfriend would always ask me to like check on the plants outside that we have. Um, and like some days I would, and like some days I straight up wouldn't like, I think that for like a handful of days, I would just be like sitting on the couch on my phone, um, on TikTok or on Instagram or like, just like basically trying to just exist i guess yes. in a way where it's just like passing time like i would try to take naps but that would always make me like i don't know like naps never really refreshed me ever and i would just be like groggy at the end of the day mm -hmm. um so that was weird but yeah just like staying in in the house for so long was very strange i baked a lot um that was something <laughs> i've never been like a tv person really or like at least when i moved to new york and like i just like cannot sit in front of a tv unless i'm with another person and just like watch a thing and like be engaged by it really anymore mm -hmm. so like i tried to watch some of the great which is on hulu and it's a very good show um but like i always ended up getting distracted and just like being on my phone or something and then um yeah i tried to bake a lot it was really weird because i had a really hard time finding flour for a really long time oh, yes, everybody right. was baking i have a sourdough starter in my fridge like i definitely became like like i think i baked a few loaves of bread and now it's just like in my fridge um <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things where, like, you do what you have to do, like, keep your mental health, like, awake and, like, uh, up and, like, hey, man, if baking bread is going to just, <laughs> and it was so funny because I saw this tweet this one time that was, like, it's so funny that the fact that people, <laughs> like, they told us that we had to be alone with our thoughts for, like, <laughs> like, a like a month or two and like people were like no i will learn how to bake bread from scratch <laughs> instead of like <laughs> instead of like being alone with my thoughts oh. and i'm just like oh so true oh, um my god that's amazing mm -hmm. <laughs> i baked i baked cookies i baked cake or no i didn't bake cake i baked well i baked like a banana bread and like muffins and i baked a pavlova which is like a a meringue type of thing that's very good if you like meringue but um yeah so For mm -hmm. this, the baking sarah i'm with that yeah i was very i was, and even like before um quarantine i would um be on bon appetit a lot and like r.i.p sort of to bon appetit because their editor with like the whole their editor-in-chief like got like found out for like wearing brown face and like it's oh, just like fuck. also just like like you have the pandemic and then you have like all of this like um racial injustice stuff coming yeah. to a head and it's just like and then we have like this tropical storm and it's just it's just wild so this is um 
in, yeah. insane, insane times. Like this year is, and then you have the most recent two days ago with the bombing in, um, and in Beirut, Beirut. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what yeah. the fuck is going on right now? Yeah, I remember when I was working at Wine Enthusiast, we were doing a like destination spotlight on Beirut, and I had to find a lot of stock photos for that. And it's like a beautiful place, and it's just really tragic to see what what's happening. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And um, um, but anyways, back to you. So you brought up a good point. <laughs> um, the protests. So obviously there were protests mm-hmm. happening around literally around the world, which is amazing. That was happening during COVID. So. Did you go to any of those events or anything in uh, New York? So I was, like, pretty isolated from, like, a lot of my friends and, like, a good amount, like, are back in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that with, like, how um, crazy and how just, I don't want to say, like, violent, but just, like, the, sh- the shit that, like, the cops were doing. And, like, we saw, like something on the news the other day about someone getting like um some protesters getting like snatched off the street Mm -hmm. like um i didn't have like you always want to if you can go in a group to a protest or like have a buddy and i just like didn't feel like exactly safe so i did a lot of like um donations at at home and just kind of like um staying up to date that way um and like sharing information and like um, answering questions if people had them. Um, I think my anthropology and my psychology degrees kind of helped with that. Oh yeah, that's true. But like, obviously I'm not an expert. Like I was, I was more like gender and sexuality studies mm. when I did mine, but um, obviously like biases and um, just kind of um race and gender and all of like it's all very interconnected you have yes. to be yeah absolutely this is another thing that was just crazy that happened during these times because obviously you want to be you want to social distance and isolate and all that and that's i remember for the first few protests that were here i was kind of wary on going out because of the virus and you know i eventually did go out to one that I can kind of be sort of distance from and it's just crazy that this all this has happened at one time. But I know I, I remember seeing the protests in New York were just freaking crazy. It's insane. Marching over the bridge and just yeah. wild shit. So that's one. I was curious if you are participated yeah. at all. Yeah. So that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I definitely saw a lot of stuff going on. I mean, New York goes hard, you know, like Absolutely. whatever we do, we do not half ass. So um, <laughs> there's going to be a protest there's going to be a protest you know it's not like oh let's just all get together and protest like <laughs> it's definitely like we're gonna fucking let's do it you know um so i mean that's something that i'm very proud of the place that i live for just banning together so well yes um, yes absolutely yeah so with the different phases so what i'm because i'm I'm just curious. You know, and obviously, you mentioned yeah. earlier that you don't know what phase that you might be in right now. So, as the restrictions lifted, what things were opening? Like, what what was the difference in the phases? Because I'm curious. Because there's so much in New York City. I'm wondering yeah. what what the phases look like. For sure. So, um, everybody 
like I remember there was a, there's a mask mandate so like everyone you have to you have a mask to take public trans- transportation you have to I think it I'm not sure if it's the state at the state level or the city level or um, we're following CDC guidelines but um, I'll tell you just like I'm not sure where the mandates kind of come from because obviously there's a lot of like gears working together Mm -hmm. um but i can like tell you what it's like what's like affecting me so like originally only like essential businesses were open so um only grocery stores and like drug stores um were open and you they would only let a certain amount of people in and um you would have to have a mask some places would mandate a mask and they would give you gloves Mm. um and you would have to like keep six feet away from the people that you were shopping with um and you would just kind of like and like everywhere there would be like if you went into a bodega there would be like some makeshift like uh shower curtain type of like partition put up um and it's still that way now with like just kind of like the precautions that we're taking but like more things are slowly opening and like they are having, they have guidelines to where they, they are able to open safely or like as safe as they can, you know? Um, So like originally it was only like grocery stores and drug stores. um, And like, I'm I'm sure there was like other things, but like those were the only ones that I went to. um, And then there started to be like, slowly opening up like people would there would be like and there would be restaurants but they could only like do delivery and takeout Mm -hmm. and then also because like just the amount that this has hit new york like restaurants is insane because like new york is a very sink or swim place with restaurants so like either a restaurant is good and it stays and it has enough business and it stays or it just like like gone you know Mm -hmm. and now sometimes i feel like even the the good restaurants are closing just because they they just don't have the money to like stay afloat and that's just awful that something so um incontrollable is just affecting them so much so um so yeah so and then there started to be like when when there was takeout and there was delivery you could also like take out like alcohol like it started to become like (laughs) a little mini new orleans like we kind of just like had people like i don't know if it was like a certain phase or if it was like the whole time because it all just really blurs together but um yeah so you could like just drink on the street like uh, a lot of places would have like there they'd be like oh with delivery you'd get a shot or like something like that so um to keep like bars and restaurants and business that's kind of like the the what we came to with that and then um and then like slowly things started opening so like different little stores would be able to open more like um shops would be able to open but it was kind of weird because like also the protests were happening at the same time so like a lot of a lot of places boarded up like they boarded up their windows and stuff to keep from being looted so it would it was really weird because like you would drive in manhattan like you would be in a car or something going up 
into Manhattan and you would just see a bunch of places that were like boarded up. Um, and I remember I went to like when things started opening back up, I went to the strand, which is a really big bookstore in New York, mm-hmm. um, like near union square. And I just remember the zoomies <laughs> like being like completely boarded up. Um, crazy. yeah. So, it's just like so unprecedented. Like it's just like one of those things where if you had told me six or seven months ago that this would be what was happening now, it would just be insane. Because like I remember seeing stuff on Twitter where it was like 2020 is going to be like our year, like, and it was like <laughs> yes. ta- like like um, Cinco de Mayo is on Taco Tuesday, and like um, like Halloween's on a Saturday, Saturday or something yeah. like that, where it's like. No one better mess up 2020, and it's just like COVID's like hold my beer. So <laughs> yeah, which obviously we laugh, but it's like it's fucking sucks because you're right. I saw that everywhere, you know, um, about people like yeah, I'm doing this and starting this, and it's gonna be great. And uh, boom, you know, it was yeah. a, a literal car crash. I feel like in our lives, and it's, it's absolutely insane. But um, no, so back to with, with this New York with these openings so when these shops yeah. were opening were there still kind of like people kind of like kind of creeping out you saw a lot of people on the streets or were people kind of still kind of recluse a little bit what, oh yeah say? i mean like um i remember we were in gowanus at one point it's kind of like a weird mix of both because i like some stuff you'll just kind of like it'll come from left field where it's like like I remember the phase where like shops I think started opening and like one time me and my boyfriend went to like we were gonna he had like a Whole Foods gift card so we were gonna go to Whole Foods in Gowanus and the line was just like Mm -hmm. blocks long Mm -hmm. so that was insane and it's just like yeah and I mean the place that we were in was kind of in like a food desert I want to say so like I think the Whole Foods is the only um the only grocery store around but it was just like wild it was just like hit so hard um there's just like lines everywhere which is um just because of like the social distancing and the limiting the capacity of like everywhere um ikea had a huge line um when we went one point where like his mom just kind of went in and we just kind of like hung back and then costco the first time we went had a huge line um, didn't really have it the last time we went, but yeah, the lines were, were pretty crazy. Um, my boyfriend hates to, hates to wait in line. Um, I've been to like Disney world relatively recently. I really don't care about lines. So I'm just kind of like, yeah, we can just stand here. Like Sounds I'm just going to stand somewhere else. So whatever. You might as well just be um, here. <laughs> might as well be waiting for something. Um, but yeah, so the lines would be crazy. And then. More recently, kind of like personal hygiene and like um, like barbershops started opening and like mm-hmm. um, I got my hair cut yesterday. Um, oh, yeah. My my hairdresser moved salons, so I went to a different salon than I had been to. And so what they had me do was um, you can't come more than like five minute like they want you to come like right at your appointment or like even um like a little bit after your appointment just to make sure that there's not 
people like more than I think like two people in the shop at a time, um, not including the hairdressers. Um, and so I came like right at my appointment time. Um, my hairdresser let me in. She had me wash my hands immediately. Um, she gave me a disposable paper mask, which I like put on, took off my, my cloth one that I wear. I have like a few um, disposable cloth masks that I wear. Um, and then we just kind of like did our usual thing. And um, yeah. And then she also didn't like blow dry my hair at all. Mm. I just like sat underneath the like old school like blow dryer thing that you always see in like the sixties or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And you could only be under there for like 10 minutes to minimize like the air circulation of like, and then also they had you fill out a form for like tracking. She told me that it was a CDC thing. Um, And so like, it would like be like, have you been in contact with someone that was diagnosed recently? Like, have you been diagnosed in the past two weeks? Um, do you have any of these symptoms, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I remember when stores started opening up, I like bought an Apple watch <laughs> and I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm, I think I want an Apple watch. And so I went to the Apple store and they, they were doing like, um, on like you would buy it online and then you would pick it up in store and they had you like answer a bunch of questions and then they would take your temperature and then they would let you in. I also went to the dentist and it was the same oh, wow. kind of thing. Um, they would like take your temperature and um, my dentist, my dental hygienist had like a face shield and like um, disposable PPE. So like uh, like a robe and like um, gloves obviously and a mask on and just like, yeah. So that's just, it's a lot of, it feels like everyone's kind of in hazmat suits um but i mean for good reason yeah especially somewhere like yeah like new york where you're around everyone so you you have to take those precautions and i'm sure people up there weren't as because people down here in carolina and i've seen this even where i work um people are pissed about the mask you know people <laughs> aren't social distancing yeah. well they're not wearing the mask properly you know they're not covering their noses and their mouths and people just being i mean you're being dumbasses about it you know you see the viral videos on you know on twitter and stuff of people going crazy in grocery stores and that crap is literally happening here we saw it work recently the other day um have you seen any of that there i'm sure people they're actually taking it seriously um yeah i mean i will be on the subway and like everyone will be wearing a mask or at least like i want to say 95% of people like there might be like one person that doesn't have one for whatever reason and I mean like the MTA has like disposable masks if you don't have one you can ask for one but I feel like sometimes people are just like dicks about it or whatever um and yeah I mean like of course you're gonna have those people that are like disgruntled and like I don't want to do whatever someone's asking me to do and it's just like (laughs) it's one of those things that it always reminds me of that one article that I see floating around all the time that's like I can't explain to you that you should care about other people because like it's not about you and it's really like of course everyone doesn't like I don't think anyone's like oh hell yeah masks this is great I mean like there are some people I've seen like on Twitter and I'm sure this isn't like a blanket statement but like 
the masks can be uncomfortable and they i know that for me like i'm prone to fainting and it like gets like when i'm wearing a mask i can get really overheated if i'm in like a very hot area um so like they're uncomfortable like i don't want to wear one but do i still wear one of course like are you kidding like someone like i could help save someone's life and um Mm -hmm. protect someone from getting sick or um i don't know it's just like it's just like care about people you know like i i don't i don't understand why this is such a hard concept where it's just like a a piece of fabric over your face like do whatever you want like um like there's been all of these Trump supporters that are like, we don't want to wear masks. Like, um, but my body, my choice, like now, you know, like my body, my choice now. Exactly. But, exactly. Um, but like, it's one of those things where it's like Trump totally missed out on like an opportunity where like he could have totally like branded like, like the dumbass like make America great again masks. Like, I don't know, like this sucks, but like you can find a way to not hate it as much like i remember when i realized that we would have to start wearing masks i like bought some off of Essie, and mine have like really cute little oranges on them or like mine has like a little bunny on them like i don't know i like my mask they're cute you know like yes. i have one that's gingham you know so it's just like yeah this sucks um but it, like like the more the longer you just kind of sit with it and let it suck now the less it will have to suck later you know mm-hmm. we just mm-hmm. like nip this shit in the bud then like yeah it'll suck now but like you'll be it'll suck and then it's done you know absolutely absolutely if people and, and obviously <clears throat> i wish we could take note from places like spain and just europe in general mm-hmm. and other countries that like nah fuck this we're shutting it down you know and mm-hmm. they're kind of on the i mean there's still cases and they're still not necessarily over it yet completely but it's night and day compared to united states and it's all really are the individuals in this country's fault you know so which is yeah insane and it's like so difficult to like i don't know like people are like now in new york you can eat out but you have to be outside and Mm -hmm. so a lot of restaurants have like invested in making these like outdoor patio spaces and it's just like one of those things where it's like it sucks that I even have to have like this thought but because like I feel like restaurants and stuff like when we're in a pandemic should just be protected like I feel like people should not have to worry about like making ends meet but it's just like you have to worry about like can I patronize this business and like obviously for restaurants we just order in but like for places like getting my haircut it's like i can't order a haircut at home you know what i'm saying like i can't take out a haircut so it's like uh i want to help my hairdresser stay afloat so it's just like um it's just like balancing that of like patronizing and like helping and like supporting local businesses and um and like not putting people in jeopardy like um like waiters like obviously don't do like i'm sure some waiters do delivery but like not all of them um so it's like how are they staying afloat when like their restaurants are like calling them back and it's just like i've seen this meme that's like floating around where it's like a waiter and like a face mask and disposable ppe and like uh gloves and stuff and it's like if 
if your waiter looks like this, you need to go home, dipshit, or like some something <laughs> like that. Like if your waiter looks like this, you shouldn't be eating out, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's just like I feel like a lot of people want to be in denial about this. Like I had someone, um, who was like hanging out with their friends or whatever, and was like, like kind of chastising me for staying home still Mm. and someone was she was like we've been out of quarantine for like weeks now and you've chosen to like stay home with your boyfriend and I'm like oh yeah like obviously the first thing that I want to do when quarantine is over is spend more time with the only person that I've seen in months like that makes no sense and also it's just wrong and it's just like It's stuff like that where it's just, like, people are so blissfully unaware of, like, it's just, like, one of those things where, like, I saw this tweet the other day that was, like, I wish, (laughs) I wish I lacked critical thinking skills because y'all seem so happy. (laughs) And it's just, like, (laughs) yeah. So it's, like, shit like that where it's just, like, you obviously don't understand, like, how bad this still is. So, yeah. Well, I, I don't was, know. I think you have a different view because you personally had it, so you know it's real. Yeah. You know. Yeah, of course. And a lot of people, like I said, they're kind of in denial, and they're not. They're they're kind of taking their their their, their feet off the brakes, which is uh, not smart because we're. I know we. I know this community in Greensboro. We we just had to, we got stuck in phase two again, so this this is far from over for us. And I think as a country, we have a long way to go. So it sucks that people are kind of like letting you know letting loose loose yeah. too soon so that's super it's kind of like yeah it's kind of like like go straight to jail do not pass go do not collect 200 <laughs> kind of feeling like damn it like we really were trying gosh was there, but not hard enough what was the because yeah. i was the biggest thing around you know the country was when people were losing their jobs and stuff they were worried about bills mm-hmm. and paying rent and all that was there any rent freezes or anything there um i got some like news about stuff with rent but um it was never something that i had to worry about because my boyfriend was working and like obviously i was staying with him Mm. so like when i lost my job he was like you have to pay rent you know like you obviously don't have a job but like i was able to get on unemployment because i had been on unemployment before and so it already like had my information kind of saved but like it took me days to get into it and i was at it for like hours and it was just like constantly refreshing and that was like so frustrating and it would just like time me out and like so many people were trying to get on unemployment um but yeah i finally got on it and that extra 600 that was added to unemployment was really really helpful because mine was based on like my salary from last year which i was like i was not making nearly as much as my job at the pr company Mm -hmm. and so it was like like not a lot when i got my unemployment but the extra 600 like helped bring me back to like a little bit closer to what i was making um yes 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 good and but yeah, so that's, and that's finished and, um, it expired on July 31st and now Congress is dragging their feet with trying to figure out their next move. Cause like everybody got the 
or like most people got that um that stimulus check that happened in the beginning yeah, yeah, yeah. and now they're trying to like figure out what they're doing now they're like well um i like the democrats are like i we want to continue this like people like our economy people are gonna like things are gonna tank and like people won't be able to pay their bills mm-hmm. and like the republicans are like it's too generous though and it's just like Oh my god. Bernie Sanders tweeted out like like could you imagine people not having to like worry about like starving in like a first world country, you know? So Jesus it's just like Christ. it's just like one of those things where they said that like because the extra 600 was so much more than like people were making not on unemployment, mm-hmm. like more than people were making not on unemployment that it was like it was like people didn't want to go back to work but also like people want to go back to work you know what i'm saying like if like if my job offered me back my job and was like yeah but you'll be making less than you would be making on unemployment or whatever i'd be like fuck yeah give me my job back like are you kidding i'm so (laughs) sick of like sitting at home you know what i'm saying like it's just one of those things where you just and it sucks that it's just like this very capitalist principle of just like your worth being determined by your productivity and I just feel like wildly unproductive right now. So I hate that. um yeah, so it's just like I'm just super worried about the people that like were having a hard time making ends meet with the extra six hundred. It's like what are they gonna do now? You know? And it's just like so scary to like see and like watch like congress like drag their feet and then go into recess and then like drag their feet more and et cetera et cetera and it's just like we're paying these 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 congress people so much money to just tell us that we do not deserve six hundred dollars you know what i mean like like i thought yeah this tweet that was like we're paying this much of someone's salary to like tell people they don't deserve six hundred dollars and it's just like that's insane i mean it's, it's like i'm yeah i hate that rich people have such a big say in what's going on in this country it's it's that's a whole separate that's a whole different discussion but yeah it's fucking it's very unfortunate because they're very out of touch of what people are really going through kind of on you know at ground level so you know that is i hope they pass it soon i heard that <clears throat> there's going to be some kind of there may be an extension of not maybe 600 or like maybe an extra two or 300 yeah i've heard maybe a monthly thing happening but no one really knows until they actually go on it which i think it was supposed to be this week if i'm not mistaken and then um i'm not sure i also saw another thing that was like a 400 dollars incentive for people to go back to work which was interesting it was like something tacked on to like any anything that they were making um and so that was interesting i yeah there's just like a lot of ideas being tossed around but no one really wants to tack anything down Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. but yeah i mean put pressure on your congress people to get their shit together and you know make something happen like pass it you know yeah and it's also ironic that this is happening in an election year like how yeah insane of a, <laughs> a time it is is, is is fucking insane that this is happening during an election year that puts like icing on the cake so it's so crazy dystopian it's 
like makes me nauseous yeah <laughs> everyone's like this feels like black mirror like, and then someone was like the murder hornets it's like who wrote in the murder hornets like that was a total plot hole in this 2020 situation that like somebody's just like balls to the wall like writing this and it's just like one of those things where it's just like reality's really more just fucking insane than anyone could ever like if you wrote down all the shit on a piece of paper and like pitched it to someone as a movie or like pitched it to someone as a book they'd be like this is ridiculous like get this off my desk <laughs> you know oh so true so true it's just like pick a tragedy you know like come on you can't have all of it <laughs> you can't <laughs> it's just crazy like we're gonna be like six seven years old and like thinking about man 2020 was fucking that was a year oh you know yes oh my god i think about that all the time i think about like the like stuff on the subway um becoming like things in a museum mm -hmm. and then i also think about how like this like i tweeted this the other day i was like it's so weird to think about like the times that we're living in right now will eventually just be a a question on a u.s history test mm -hmm. and it's just like i remember like learning about like like all of this these minuscule details in in u.s or like there weren't minuscule to the people that it was happening to but like to me it was just like ah oh, which which year did that happen in and like like the kids of the future will be like how much was the was the the cares payment for unemployment was it 600 was it 500 <laughs> and i'm just like it was 600 i remember it like it was yesterday like it, was yesterday. it was 525 <laughs> though because i told them to take taxes out before <laughs> oh <laughs> like, my god that's hilarious though so, so with your grandmother was she scared at all? Was she just chilling? Like, what's up? Oh, her? she's, she, I mean, my grandma was a clean, neat, um, germaphobe, like any, any way you wanna, you wanna word it or spin it. She was like that before and just living through a pandemic, I'm sure has just gone through the roof. Um, she, yeah, I, mean, I really minimize any contact that I have with her, like, unless it's like over the phone or something. Um, when I, go into the apartment if I need something to like pick up my mail or like grab like extra whatever um I she will go into so her apartment is like rent controlled and it's a two bedroom so she will go into her bedroom close the door and then um I will unlock the door go into my room close the door and I'm like sanitizing everything as I'm going and um and I get everything and then I Lysol, like, it's like a Hansel and Gretel type, like, I Lysol on my way there and I Lysol on my way back, like, like, if I could see the Lysol, it would be, like, breadcrumbs, um, and so, yeah, so, I mean, like, she, like, my aunt and uncle would come in from New Jersey every weekend and she's, like, kind of completely stopped that, like, they will, oh, wow. they'll come in, I remember my, my aunt, I was like, so are you like still visiting grandma? And she's like, um, no, not really. I remember one time we visited her and she stayed in her bedroom and would talk to us through the door. So, <laughs> and I mean, she's like 86, like she's survived cancer like twice. And I'm sure that she's not, she's not, she's like, I'm not letting this one get me, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's crazy. I've kind of seen the opposite with like, my mom and my grandma dad was just kind of rattled by it but my mom and my grandmother you know them they're just like ah 
it'd be fine. We'll live through a little bunch of other shit. We'll be all right. So <laughs> this is, I'm just like, oh my God, my mom's, you know, she's very religious. And she was like, if, if, if God thinks it's my time to go, then it's my time to go. I'm just like, that yeah. is insane, mother. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like people that'll just be like, I'm not wearing a mask. It'll just um, boost my immune system. <laughs> She's like, rub some dirt on it. Just just put rub some Vicks on your chest. You'll be all right. Yeah. You know, It'll be okay. <laughs> But heck yeah, Sarah. This is crazy. I'm glad you're still, you know, still kicking. You know what I'm saying? And we'll probably talk yeah. more about your photo stuff on uh, Free Pizza. But recently you started freelancing a little bit. So how's that been going? Mm-hmm. Um, It's been good. It's definitely been really weird. Um, Just like, just like all of the, the things that, I don't know, you just navigate things so much differently now. Um, Like, obviously the models that I'm taking photos of can't wear masks because like or i mean they aren't wearing masks because you know they're modeling clothes and stuff um but you know i'm just like i wear masks and like um and just like the pleasantries like obviously we're not shaking hands like mm-hmm. how do you you know like bow curtsy i don't know it's just like <laughs> all of the like all of the weird stuff it's just very strange and it's wild that like so many people moved home. Like mm-hmm. I get that like a lot of New York is shut down. Like the great parts of New York are just shut down, but it's just like crazy how many people like left, yes. you know? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That's why I thought, like, like I said, I was driving tonight. I was like, yo, Sarah would be a really good guest to have because I don't know anyone who's still there. So yeah, it's wild. Like Hannah went back to Vermont and oh, like yeah, one of my that. friends, one of my friends um, that was a, or still is technically, but like is a model, um, went back to her family in Texas. And then, um, you know, like she's coming back to New York like now. And it's just like crazy to see. And like, even the people that I know that are here went back at some point and like stayed with their family or like something like that. And I was just like, and I was talking to my boyfriend the other day and I was like, I miss North Carolina, but I know that if I went back right now, it wouldn't be the same. And that would like upset me mm-hmm. in a way where it's just like, I don't know. And that's the feeling like across the board. I feel like when you move a different place and like you're gone for a really long time, like nothing's going to be the same. And you're going to like come back and visit and just be like, okay, like that's gone. And like I saw they knocked down the Cary Public Library and I'm like, oh, well, that's gone, mm-hmm. you know? So it's yeah. like, yeah. This is different. Yeah, so. Times are changing. Yeah, for sure. Well, Sarah, this has been a a, a, a pleasure. This is amazing. <laughs> oh, so it, it, it has certainly been a pleasure. The pleasure is all mine. Oh, oh yeah. Sarah, for coming in the clutch. I was about to be episodeless this week and was Anytime. not going to make me very upset if I was. But now you came into the rescue. Um, and I still want you on free pizza to talk about your photo journey because you're an out of this world photographer. So talented stop thank Look you she's, she's blushing it's fine <laughs> but no i thank you for your time you're the best and if you want to subscribe to this podcast you should you should review it you should tell your mom about it and your friends it's explicit so make sure they're cool but write it on your face <laughs> as an advertisement just <laughs> run around make a mask Get it. advertise it oh free pizza mess i should i should probably do that honestly we'll see someone asked me like what this one was about and i was like 
it's like about something you know and then i like went on the instagram for it and it was like this podcast about whatever the hell i want and i was like sounds about right that's exactly what it is but no um thank you again i can't thank you enough for doing this for me um check out uh free pizza too i'll do that as well for creatives and sarah's gonna be on free pizza like i just said that a thousand times this episode but i'm excited to have her on and yo this is it you're the best yeah. now you can go back you're to doing best. what you were whatever you were doing i'm gonna go eat some dinner what all you, right what are you having for dinner i don't know my boyfriend was talking about indian but i don't know. maybe who oh. knows Okay, well, go enjoy that at 10 o'clock. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah, who knows? New York never sleeps. (laughs) All right, Sarah. Thank you so much again. Bye, Daniel. Bye.